You've brought us a hundred ships from the Iron Fleet, with men to sail them. In return, I expect you want me to support your claim to the throne of the Iron Islands? Not my claim. Yes. Oh, what's wrong with you? I'm not fit to rule. We can agree upon that, at least. <laughs> Has the Iron Islands ever had a queen before? No more than Westeros. <laughs> Lord Tyrion tells me your father was a terrible king. You and I have that in common. We do. Will their ships be enough? There are more than a hundred ships in the Iron Fleet. There are. Then Euron is building more. He also wants to give you... His big cock. <laughs> I think he said. Euron's offer is also an offer of marriage. You see, you won't get one without the other. And I imagine your offer is free of any marriage demands. I never demand, but I'm up for anything, really. podcast this is our second thoughts episode second thoughts on episode nine battle of the bastards uh and uh i'm the host mike marbach and we have kevin pettit lizzie spellman lizzie spellman for the first time in this season yay yay uh if you're available to do our second thoughts uh, next week feel free yeah to come back as well um lizzie uh is a uh, a panel member of the podcast just hasn't done this season. Yeah. Uh, he did a bunch in, bunch previously, though. Yeah, my current job just uh, I work on Sundays, so it just hasn't been convenient, sadly. For but. new listeners uh, to Stark Raven Mad, uh, which of which we have many this season, mm-hmm. by the way, uh, Lizzie got to fool around. Fool around is the wrong term. <laughs> uh, got to got to mess around. Got to play around. Uh, you got to be around. <laughs> She gets around. <laughs> yes. Uh, you got to be around uh, Hafter Julius Bjornsson, yes. the mountain himself. Yes. I directed him at the Philly Renaissance Fair last year, mm-hmm. and he was quite a trip. Yeah. A little jokester. Yeah. Or little, little a jokester. big jokester. He, he was. Yeah. Uh, I got to, got to meet him and chat with him on a special episode of Stark Raven Mad. You can go into the archives and listen to that, getting close with the mountain. Um and he does our, our intro. We had somebody, uh, a couple episodes, uh, back. He had reviewed us, uh, and said that he didn't like the angry, oh, yeah. <laughs> angry European, <laughs> I heard that. uh, at, at the top, but then he came back, uh, and then he was like, wow, didn't realize that that was the mountain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so cool. All right. Uh, so quick social check-in. You can follow us on Twitter at SRM Podcast. You can email us, srmpodcast.gmail.com, uh, and you can also find us uh, online, on the internet, uh, at watercooler.com slash Stark... Um, what is it? <laughs> yeah. Watercooler.com slash srmpodcast, uh, and that's W-O-O-D-E-R-C-O-O-L-E-R slash srmpodcast. 
podcast. Uh, and we post all of these podcasts up there as well as some others and some different articles and um, we compile sweet tweets. So there's a lot of a lot of fun stuff up there for you to check out. Um, we're going to be talking about some other social stuff as we go through some things that we got that uh, people would like us to discuss, which mm, is neat. Cool. Um, but Lizzie, since this is your first time this season here, mm-hmm. what thoughts do you have on the season overall? I really, really like this season. Um, I mean, specifically, this past episode was mm. out of this world. Best yeah. best episode of the show, personally, for me. Um, yeah. Um, the things I find, like, frustrating. I mean, the frustrating things are, like, all going down... In, um, in, what's it called? King's Landing. King's Landing. There it is. Mm. Uh, <laughs> those are all the most frustrating things to me. Um, cause I really love, one of my favorite characters is Marjorie. And I think she's doing a great job for what she's been dealt with. Yeah. But, um, yeah, God, I just want them to go away. I want those religious people to go away. Yeah, we had talked uh, in a previous in the previous podcast uh, on Sunday about who we felt who we thought was the would be the most satisfying kill of people currently living. Mm-hmm. Is uh how high is the high sparrow? Yeah, on and your it, list? it feels so messed up to want him dead. <laughs> like that's the thing. I'm like, oh god, he's like, the good I, guy. I really want him dead. But like, yeah, he's like yeah. he's well, okay. He's the good guy, but he's not. Because he's got like all these violent followers. Mm-hmm. So like if you got followers that are just like hurting people because they don't believe what you believe, you're not a good guy. Yeah. He's forcing his religion. Yeah. There is a motorbike. Um, <laughs> he is a religious fanatic, and he's yeah. forcing his religion on other people. And that's not cool. No. Uh, and he's doing it in a much more violent way than it's currently being done throughout the United States in some places. Yeah. Really? Really? Um, any, other, any other thoughts on the season overall? Uh, I, I'm happy the way uh, Arya's storyline has finally gotten to... Um, I feel like it was like a really, really, really slow burn. Yeah. Her progress, and now uh, things are finally starting to progress, and she's gonna go places mm-hmm. with Needle. Yeah. And she has a name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And going home. She's going home. Maybe. And yeah, and at the uh, the Westeros Warp, uh, if she takes that that route, mm-hmm. she, we might see her in Westeros uh, on Sunday. Take this flute. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. Uh, okay, so second thoughts on episode nine, Kevin. Well, uh, I watched it again last night, and it, a lot of the tension, a lot of the anxiety was taken out of it, knowing um, everything that was going to happen. Um, uh, let's focus, I should have said this, focus a bit on the Marine plot first. Okay, sure. Uh, yeah, so I loved how <laughs> Danny was just so like, she was so kind of calm and reserved. She was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm just going to um, murder everyone and burn their cities to the ground. That's my plan. <laughs> what do you got, little man? Yeah. 
<laughs> he's like, eh, let's try something else. Uh, and the whole time, when I, it's just feeling like she's really, really coming into her own. She's like, by the way, I ride dragons, and I got this. Like, like, oh, I could, I could burn their cities to the ground, but I'm gonna listen to you, and I'm gonna see how your plan goes first. Because yeah. I always got sack their city and burn it to the ground in my back pocket. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. Um, <clears throat> it was just very, oh, very rewarding again to watch the masters get what's coming to them, watch the dragons in action, um, <laughs> and uh, rewatching uh, Yara and Daenerys like flirting. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, it was yep. There was like, she's like, "Oh, you think I'm cute? Oh, that's cute. I think <laughs> you're cute." Let's shake hands. Yeah, spitting game. <laughs> um, yeah, that's my that's my review of Marine, and then Winterfell. Uh, we'll, we'll get there. Okay, Marine from Lizzie. And uh, yeah, Marine was uh, Daenerys normally like. Bores me to tears, honestly. My personal opinion bores me to tears. This was good. This was a lot more interesting from her. And we're starting to see uh, that she's kind of turning slowly into her dad. She's kind of getting a little cray-cray. Yeah. Um, And, like, the whole thing where she, like, doesn't have wildfire, but she's got motherfucking dragons that can cause the same damage. Um And, yeah, so that was, it's always cool seeing her be a badass. Like, you know, when she lit those other people on fire, like, it's just like, I love, I love when she, like, proves her dominance and she doesn't just say it over and over. Mm-hmm. Uh, she actually, like, does something to prove her dominance and it's, like, pretty badass. So, uh, her doing this again, um, and then, uh, when Grey Worm slashed the, yeah. Other two guys, uh, I was like, yeah, yeah, this is cool. Like, they got what they what was coming to them. And then, yeah, the whole Yara thing gave me all the goosies. <laughs> um, yeah, I love when she was like, oh, I hope there's no marriage proposal. But it's like, well, I'm not looking for a proposal, <laughs> yeah. but I'm always up for anything. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, girl on girl. Yeah, and Danny just kept doing that little smirk. Yeah, and yeah. she's like, oh, I see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And I like it. Uh, We also had the Dothraki arrive, led by uh, Dario, Dario. who chopped off a head and, um, you know, like, make sure you put on your 3D glasses for this one, folks. (laughs) It's coming right at your face. Uh, So that was was cool. So, I mean, she has the large Dothraki army. She has the Unsullied. Mm-hmm. She now has a fleet with possibly more to come uh, if they kind of take on uh, Euron and his crew. Um, she probably has more people that are just around. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think she's going to do? She's going to start heading... She's got to start heading west. Heading west? Yeah. Yeah, it feels a little, like... Things maybe aren't completely wrapped up. So is she going to just kind of... Who's she going to leave to be in charge of the cities of Marine? Because the slave masters... The masters took back the other cities that she helped free. So I kind of feel like she's going to have to take care of that. And then I was thinking about this. Like, who stays behind? 
to rule for her or Grey Worm? It, do you think she would put I don't think he would leave her, her side yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah is it going to be someone of importance that we know a named character or is it just going to be like you sir who uh, whose child my dragon burned yeah, you get to be in charge now uh, can't be Varys he's, he's he's already gone they've they've passed once again um yeah, uh, on his whatever mission. I, what is what is he doing? Well, Where we, we is he going? Bit, yeah, we chatted a bit about it on one of the other podcasts. But mm-hmm. what do you think? Where do you think he's headed? I honestly, maybe, maybe he's going back to King's Landing to gather up his little birdies. But oh no, he doesn't have them anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I really had like. It, it was, like, so sudden. He's like, uh, oh, my mission. Gotta go. Peace out. And I was like, wait, wait, where were you going? I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, I really don't know. Uh, I can't remember at this point who I was talking to, and I don't remember if it came up on the other podcast, um, but someone had said that it's possible that he got word of the siege oh. and was like, bye, I'm mm-hmm. out, see ya. Um, and why would he then not tell people? Uh, so is he kind of turning, is he, is Daenerys kind of souring, souring him a little bit, uh, with her, cause he, he, he's all about the good of the realm, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and she is getting increasingly more, like you said, like her dad. Uh, so he may have gotten word of, uh, a guy up north who died was killed and was brought back to life, uh, and maybe headed toward Winterfell uh, to check check that out. Because he's way too connected to things yeah. to that for for that to possibly be a coincidence. Do you think he might be like meeting up with his old buddy Littlefinger? Mm. Or, or is that like a thing of the past? Remember when they, they were originally never... were introduced? You were like, oh, they're kind of like tag teamy. Um, but <laughs> yeah, then, but like, like that, like enemies at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think so. I think it's very possible that he heard wind of the attack, and he decided to duck out. I don't think it's indicative that he's betraying or leaving Danny's corner by doing that and not telling anyone. Because if he told people, then everybody would just, like, leave the city or they would notice that they were preparing for an attack and people would, like, get the hell out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's probably him, like, being like, look, you knowing wouldn't have changed anything. I just had to, you know, I had to do shit anyway, so I knew you, had, I knew you had this. I knew you guys would figure something out. <laughs> Tyrion, you're, you're good. You got it. And meanwhile, he's like, I don't know. Who the hell knows what he's doing? Probably gathering up like an army of stone men. Yeah, I gotta think well, that he, he he's heard about John and is doing something along with that. He could be headed to Dorne and trying to ready the the, mm-hmm. the as I think I've said before, uh, working something out with them in favor on Daenerys' favor, uh, so that she can enter uh, Westeros through Dorne. Uh, and also kind of forge an alliance that way, although <clears throat> history in this world does tend to repeat itself, so she may end up, uh, where did Aegon land? At Dragon, Dragonstone? Mm. Yeah. Um, so she may want to 
do that as well. Dragonstone um, is an important place. Yeah. There's a lot of dragonglass there. Yeah. It sure is. Um, any other thoughts on Marine? Where, where we're going? Where we're, do you think we're going to see them in episode 10? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be like, like from what the preview looked like, it's, I feel like it'll just be a scene of Tyrion giving Daenerys a heart to heart. And being like, okay, now it's on. <laughs> and then like, it's and gonna then, be, okay, then we're done there. It's going to be a scene of Tyrion, uh, just handing keys over to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, okay, this opens up this, this opens up this, and we are, uh, we're, We'll be back at some point. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you've got it. I don't even have a name as a character. Um, yeah, I'm a little torn. I don't, know, I don't know if if we'll see them leaving or if just it'll it'll just kind of like yeah, it'll yeah. I feel like the way the show has to go. I mean, with the one season we have left, or thirteen episodes, whatever this last season's going to be, um, they kind of need to get going. Yeah. So they've got. They they're on their way. Yeah, I mean this season everything happened so fast. I know so many big things. Uh, Man and Yara got yeah. their like lickety split. Yeah, so I mean that was the travel was literally fast. Yeah, um, but there were so many things throughout this season. We're not even at episode ten that would have been season ending events in previous seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, they're talking like they have thirteen. They're saying thirteen episodes. Uh, with that season being split up into two parts, um, oh, well, we have to wait. Yes, uh, so Forever. we got we have two seasons left of this of this show <laughs> technically, um, but I'm hoping that as they start actually filming and getting a lot of this stuff together, that that maybe swells a little bit, um, <sighs> but probably not. It should. Just, I, I just extend it as yeah. I don't know. Damn you, HBO. Yeah, I'm sure that the uh, it's becoming more relevant, but the whole Roberts Rebellion uh, storyline mm-hmm. uh, that will become more relevant mm-hmm. in the next season and maybe even this final episode. Um, but I would still go back and watch a a, a ten part miniseries on on that for sure. Oh, I'd watch three, four seasons. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot yeah. going on there. There's, yeah. a, there's a lot within the whole history of Game of Thrones that they can pull and create new stuff from. So I really hope that this isn't a... This isn't going to be the end when it finally does come. But Spin that's... Yeah, that's down the line. Martin spread uh, himself a little too thin. You can go back and listen to our own spinoff episode. Um... Neither of you were on that one, right? No. Maybe we'll be on the next one. We're probably going to do another one or two of them in the off-season. We did a spin-off episode where uh, we pitched different spin-off ideas for Game of Thrones. All mostly joke joke stuff. Yeah, perfect. I I think Frank won, and he basically (laughs) just talked about... He basically described the plot of the Goldbergs, um, but with Game of Thrones characters. Uh, I think it was called the Boltons. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> yeah. I, I just want to offer, I know we have the, the prize, uh, mm-hmm. the, the two prizes running for rating and reviewing SRM podcast. Yeah. Um, Which is a $25 uh, Game of Thrones related prize. Directly yeah. related. It can't just be like, oh, I, this reminds me of this. Um, so I want to get that. Uh, it's uh, anything on Amazon, Game of Thrones related, uh, $25 or less. Or... Three, uh, up to three, uh, completely original, uh, fan fiction 
written by uh, fan fiction pieces written by uh, members of the Stark Raven Mad panel. And I would like to offer I will write the fan fiction version of Daenerys and Yara becoming uh, queens. Oh yeah, together. <laughs> Maybe I'll write. Right. I can write like a song that's mm. like. For a certain house that might not have a song, <laughs> maybe. Uh, for like the winners, a- the, just their last name, just their house. Huh? Just for whoever wins. Uh, for whoever wins, <laughs> for yeah. Wins, yeah. Like as if it's their house. House Marbach. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, then let's move on to Winterfell. Uh, so I'll just open it up because it's not like we can go, you know, slash by slash. Uh, on this. Uh, so, what are your thoughts, Lizzie? Oh, it was so good. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, Sansa's freaking badass, even though she didn't even fight in that battle, which was full of badassery. Mm-hmm. I still find her the, one of the biggest badasses. Um, let's, let's stick on that for a moment. Okay. Uh, because it's been a couple days, uh, and I'm still annoyed by it. Why didn't she tell John about about Peter? Would he have uh, said no? I don't think he would have. I don't think he, he would really have. really needed the man. Oh. Yeah. So there are thousands of men that died because she didn't say anything. I think it was for dramatic effect, honestly. It was what everyone, like, it, I mean, it's kind of a trope. Like, you know, you think that the bad guys are going to win, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden when you're almost out of hope, <laughs> someone else comes in and saves the saves the good sure. guys. Uh, so I think, well, I think I mean, I know that's what, kind from, of what it comes the, down to. On the outside, it's because it's a trope, but Sansa didn't do it, you know, just to fuck with people. Yeah. Um, uh, so what do you think her motivation for withholding that information is? I think it was fueled by pride. <clears throat> I don't think she wanted. She didn't want. She knew if she told John about Littlefinger's forces, about the veil, he would have used them. And then she'd already told Littlefinger that, you know, to never, never come to her again and yeah. never be in her presence. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think she let her pride, uh, get in the way of that. There's a, a couple quick things that I've started to reconcile this little annoying thing with, uh, and that is that her and John were never really that close. No. He has died and come back to life. Uh, so there are some things about him that could make her uncertain that she would want to confide certain things in him. Um, maybe being unsure of his intentions at times, uh, which I don't, I can't, like, that, that to me, that's thin. I don't know. Um, yeah. The other thing is that she may not have been sure that he was going to show up. Um, absolutely positive that he was going to be there and when and if he was going to be there. Uh, so she may have been withholding that information so that, because he wanted to go right then and there. He was going to go. If she said, wait, uh, and then nobody showed up, um, then that could have been another another problem. They could have missed their opportunity to to strike. Um, so there, there's also yeah. also that. But to me, that's also thin. She mm-hmm. was like, she was like, uh, kind of risking everyone's life. Yeah, 
for her pride. And for me, that's, I was, I was saying this on the, uh, the podcast on Sunday, like show Sansa and book Sansa, very different, well, pretty different characters. Uh, but show Sansa is a little bit more two dimensional and kind of a, I, I think she's kind of a shitty person in the show. Really? She's like, uh, I love that she's like getting revenge, getting her, you know, getting even. But I, I feel like Sho Sansa is really, ugh, she's flawed and well, she's gonna like, I think she's gonna bring down people. She's gonna, she might be the cause of a lot of good people dying again. Yeah. Well, my thoughts on that, uh, uh, view of Sansa is I don't think she's two dimensional. I think now, like all, so when we first met her, when she was real young, like she was la la la, and like I don't understand anything. I'm just going to let things happen, not be in charge, whatever. Um, and then she got taken advantage of to an extreme extent. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, slowly but surely, now she's finally been pushed over the edge. And so now she's full of this rage and this, like, this urge to get even and stuff like that, but she does, she has no idea how to use it because she's never been in that position to, like, take charge. And so now that she's like, I'm going to take charge, it's like, wait, 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 but you have no idea how to do this. You've never done this before. But she's like... I don't care. So in that regards, like it makes her come off like I don't know. I think I it's a combination of what you said earlier about how like it I think it's a writing thing more than anything. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, oh we had to set it up so that this big thing happens at the end and mm-hmm. we all knew that was gonna happen. Yeah. We all knew so why like why plant that and let us know that's gonna happen and then still have Sansa wait until the last minute. Uh, I don't know. I just think, I don't know if it's, if it's the writer's choice to make her like that. And I do think, you know, she's, she's really starting to come into her power. I just don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. And I, and I think just my personal uh, opinion is that the character in the show is a little, little wanting. Like, I don't believe, it's hard to believe that someone's that, like, prideful that they wouldn't say, hey, what about these 5,000 guys? Yeah. Well, that's if, it's, that's if it is pride and not stupidity or fear. Not stupid. Um, you know, I mean, there, there could be a number of things, but I don't think it was clear in the show why she wouldn't tell. And we'll probably see a conversation about mm-hmm. that in the, the coming episode, or we'll see the, the reasons, uh, or we'll see the consequences of her not saying something to John about yeah. it. Um, Catelyn did a bunch of... Well, not a bunch of things. She did a couple things behind Rob's back, and that didn't go so well for her. Um, so we don't know how John is going to react to this, although Rob was king of the north. Uh, John doesn't have that status. In fact, I think Sansa has a higher status than, than mm-hmm. he does. Yeah, she's yeah. queen of the north. Yeah, uh, so she can't... Or he can't really do what she did, uh, so he may just have to suck it up and, and deal. I'm, I'm a, I think it's going to be interesting to see the dynamic between the two of them now, because uh, really, like he is honor bound to serve her and to see how she, uh, you know, how she 
uses that yeah that station and that position that she has and will it will she push him past the point where he's willing to be like you know what I've been resurrected I've fought White Walkers I'm gonna go bye bye what else about uh, about this story about this battle comes Um, to mind one thing I thought was super cool uh, just visually that I really enjoyed when Littlefinger's army came and took out uh, the Bolton army. Uh, so they were in; they were still in that horseshoe position. And when the other army came in, they basically dominoed them. Yeah. <laughs> it literally yeah. was a yeah. domino of them just being like, "We're just gonna make <laughs> this <laughs> horseshoe like yeah. along with you and just mm-hmm. take you down." Yeah, I thought that was an awesome shot. Yeah, it was so quick, but I was like, oh, "That's so great." Mm-hmm. Um. I got another question. Uh, why didn't one one have a tree or sure. something? Like had any? Yeah, yeah. Just anything. <laughs> didn't need one. He. Yeah. It would have helped out big time. Uh, you. There's a forest right behind you. Mm-hmm. Pull down a tree and just start swinging. Um, so that was one of the. Th- that was an odd choice because mm-hmm. they can still meet the same end. Uh, but visually, that's awesome uh, to just to watch, uh, and it, it gives a little more hope because right from the start with this with this battle, we see how much of an underdog they actually are. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were left with very little hope uh, throughout this entire thing. The only hope we had was the feeling that Baelish would show up with the the Knights of the Vale, um, and that's been something that's come up. Through different reviews, I've, I've read some negative reviews about this uh, particular episode, which I can't understand. Yeah. Uh, I, I really can't comprehend how anybody can watch this and have anything negative to say. Um, what was their What were their points? That it was predictable, um, and to me, it's like it's predictable because you got it right. How How much shit did you predict in this show that didn't happen? Mm. And if the good guys winning in Game of Thrones is predictable. What a fucking joke. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Because how often has that happened? Yeah. Um, we had a happy ending. So if that's not a twist in Game of Thrones, what the fuck is? Seriously. I was talking to somebody about uh, before the episode aired, um, and they're like, oh, I really hope like the, the, the good guys win. And I was like, if they don't win, then the writers of this show are all sociopaths mm-hmm. because they got to give us something to yeah. be happy about because yeah. everything else is terrible. So, terrible in a sense of terrible things are happening, not terrible as in the writing's terrible. To the to the one one tree point. Uh, <laughs> back to we're going the, back to the real back issue. To the well, I, I, what I mean, what, what I'm getting at is there. One of the arguments. Um, uh, one of my friends writes for uh, Red Eye Chicago. He does recaps and everything, and he's one mm-hmm. of these people. Uh, ben Bowman, what's up, Bebo? Um, he, <laughs> Bebo, yeah, Bebo. <laughs> he brought up uh, his thoughts, which I, which annoyed me. Uh, your thoughts annoy me, yeah, Bebo. Stop thinking about things. I find your lack uh, of that. He he kind of said that there was no drama in this episode, which I I can't comprehend, but. He made the the point, I guess, his point was that there could have been other things that happened in this episode that didn't have to be 
us just waiting for the bow to show up. True. I okay. Hearing these points, I don't disagree with them. Please leave. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you, you have a character. We have a character that's come back from the dead. Yeah. Nobody really thinks he's going to die in this episode, right? So that would suck, right? It would just not. It would just be really terrible writing and storytelling. So you kind of got to think Jon Snow's got to pass for this season. So I, I do see. I do see the point. I love the episode, but I can see why people would think like, "All right, this is just really long and drawn out. A long and drawn out way of having the veil come and save everyone." Um, but wouldn't you rather have this epic fight than them being like, all right, we're going to fight, and oh, the veil. Like, ah. If it's predictable, then it takes a little, I mean, I don't know. I I was of the opinion that anything could happen. Yeah. Yeah. Me and too. Yeah, I don't know. It's just this, yeah. I've had a lot of gripes about the, the show writers. Mm-hmm. Because of the fact that Jon Snow came to life, as you said, uh, it, we, he, he was kind of, in a way, given a pass for the season. Uh, so, in this battle, it seemed as if, and I'm okay with it, them doing everything they can do to make you feel like you can, he can lose. Mm-hmm. He can lose this. Um, uh, I mean, the he could have died just getting trampled, trampled to death. That you know, that was uh, that was pretty rough to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, he could have been any of those arrows could have could have hit him. Uh, <laughs> but no, <laughs> but no. Uh, so I was okay with that, uh, and I'm okay with with the the, the veil showing up. Um, I'm okay with a happy ending that some people happen to to know uh, or predict. Um, should, could there have been other things? That happened. Could one one have had a had a tree uh, <laughs> and just start swinging and really give some hope? Um, could John have been standing on the field and all of them rushing at him? And uh, I don't know. He bursts into flames, the Lord of Light, and he starts <laughs> shooting, just shooting, yeah. just shooting lasers yeah. at his eyes. Could there have been other kinds of drama that were a little more surprising? Yeah, sure, but I can't be disappointed in any way with this episode. Yeah. Kevin. Just a side note. Uh, the shot of the Bolton army charging him, charging Jon Snow in the middle of the field, was not at all CGI. That was they that were, was real. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, saw, I saw that interview and Jon was like, uh, uh, it's going to be kind of annoying. People are going to think it's like CGI, but they were real. Uh, <laughs> and apparently, he uh, the uh, I can't remember the character, the actor's name who plays uh, Ramsay, Erwin uh, or Ewan, Ewan, Ewan. Ewan? Yeah, something. I like forgot the pronunciation. I think it might be Owen. Ewan. He accidentally punched him I. a couple times yeah, while filming that Accidentally <laughs> punched one of the worst characters so, in the show. Because I owe him a point. Yeah. Um, I know how to punch. So wait, the the horses coming towards him, the army coming towards him, when they all uh, the come together and he's just like crouching in between them, was that real too? I don't think so. Okay, I was yeah. like, holy just crap. Just that shot where you, That's amazing. you see him like take off his belt and scabbard yeah. and like get his sword ready. <laughs> they were yeah. really coming for him. Where he just kind of, they're, they're, they brought up the battle with Stannis in this episode. Um, and... It seemed as if they were... Th- there was a lot of uh, parallels between 
that battle and and this battle mm-hmm. um, in in how they started. <clears throat> Clearly not how they how they ended up. Um, but when uh, I do when the one uh, Stannis's hand, uh, well not hand, but the uh, commander says, uh, I do not think it's going to be a siege, my lord. Uh, and then he just looks and he gives this sniff like, all right. And then he just pulls out his sword and just goes. I mean, that's, that was basically John. Uh, and uh, then they just cut. <clears throat> we didn't see that battle. They just cut to the end. Um, yeah, that was dumb. That we didn't see the battle? No, that whole setup, like the way they ended. Stannis is like one of the best military minds in Westeros. And he just kind of like threw himself out to get murdered. There are a yeah. lot of people out there that still think he's alive. I'm not going to... I would like that, but I don't think so. I read a theory that um, before before the episode aired, um, instead of the veil coming, uh, someone was saying that wouldn't it be awesome if they found Stannis like, somewhere? Um, at, but then um, at the last second, all the people that deserted Stannis after he burnt his daughter to a crisp, all of a sudden came back and, like, bum-rushed the the army. And I'm like, well, that's pretty unlikely, but that would have been pretty cool. Yeah. Um, that yeah. would have, I mean, that, that would have been neat. Uh, there wouldn't have been that many people, though. Stannis' no. forces have been we would have needed a destroyed. Previously on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Oh, the fucking previously ons. Uh, I don't want to watch, I don't want to watch the, the previously on this week. Yeah. It mm. ruins every, there's no bigger spoiler for a Game of Thrones episode than previously on Game of Thrones. Yes. Comcast, like, can we shit. can we install a scoot forward option? Yeah, we need please? a scoot forward option. Just to just need to mute yeah, it and just a minute and a half ahead. Eyes. Um I may I may do that this week. Yeah, that's I probably mm-hmm. won't. I will. Yeah? You wanna make a pact to not watch the previously on <laughs> We just put our pinkies over the microphone. No we didn't. Um what else about the about the battle? Let's see, we have uh, well, the, actually, before the battle, uh, Davos, Davos Seaworth, the uh, Onion Knight of House Seaworth. Uh, don't look, don't look it up. It's a, it's a rather new house. He takes um, a big poop. <laughs> yeah, he takes a big poop. He takes a walk uh, and stumbles upon uh, the ashes. Yeah, uh, who saw that coming? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I did. Because I didn't know they were that Leon. close by. Yeah, uh, because yeah, they showed be- Shireen in the previously on. That's yeah. how I saw it coming. Um, and because they had mentioned, like, there's Stannis set up camp here. Did we mention Stannis set up camp here? Uh, this is where Stannis was, everybody. Um, <laughs> hey, look, it's Stannis tracks. <laughs> They're still fresh. Yeah. Wait oh, they a lead minute. into the woods. Um, let's get one, one, a tree. Um, so Can't let it go. he finds uh, the, 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 the fire pile yeah. of uh, pyre. 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 It's pile. It's, it's, not, it's not pile of fire. Um, it's a pile of wood <laughs> that was lit on fire with a little girl on top. Called a pyre. Um, it called a pyre. Um, <laughs> pyre cell. Um, so he, he gave Melisandre some side eye this episode. Oh yeah, I think big he time might. side eye. So what do you think might uh, come of this? Well, uh, thanks to the next time on. Oh, uh, then spoiler alert. I guess you'll you'll need a scoot forward button for your uh, podcast yeah. listening. Mm-hmm. Well, it, we have a scene of Davos uh, kind of in front of John, That's and right. perhaps yeah. perhaps Sansa as well, saying like, "Tell him, tell him what you did." Yeah. So he's not. I mean, murder is still on the table if if things don't go the way he would expect them to go. But 
you know, Stannis, my man, he's know. honor bound. He he's he's gonna bring it before the person he serves and see what so, he says. I'm sorry, you were you were something. Like I that? just think I I think well if 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 he brings it up to John and Sansa, I think like I really don't think they're gonna kill her. I think they're gonna tell her to just leave. Just go. I really you're think banished. that they're just gonna be you're like, banned. "You gotta go." Like, yeah. you're you're. She's gonna start, get the the Jorah treatment. Yeah, yeah. Like you you brought me back to life, but you're killing our vibe. Ooh, like, what go. if they do banish her, and then her and Jorah meet up? Boom. And she cures him. <laughs> he, cure. he found yeah. the cure. Yeah. So simple. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't see them being able to be together in like the same camp together. I my bet is on one of them dying, and my fingers are crossed that it ain't my boy. The, a Davos death mm. would hurt me more. Th- it, it would get me more than many deaths on this show that uh, may still be coming because he's the man. Yeah. Well, I originally. Well, okay. So I know you've loved him forever. <laughs> I originally didn't care for him. I thought he was whatever. But now, like, now that he's helping out John, like, he's on the right side because I was just like, oh, God. He's the most reasonable like, character on the show. Yeah, he's super reasonable. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. Now he's, like, fighting for people that I like. Um, so I'm cool with him. So, yeah, I wouldn't want him to die. We're going to need a, uh, if it should be, if it should ever be the case that Davos meets his end, we're going to need a special episode to talk about all our favorite Davos moments. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. one of mine, mm-hmm. uh, just real quick is when he, I think it's when he sends Gendry away. But hey, yeah. guys, remember Gendry? Yeah. Um, <laughs> It could still be the case. Still that, growing. Yeah, still, it could still be the case that growing. he is uh, Cersei's Plan B. Um, uh, that he sends Gendry away, and Stannis is like, "Gotta, you gotta we're put. We're gonna put him to death." Uh, and he's like, "Oh, as, as hand of the king, I would advise against that." <laughs> uh, uh, classic Davos. Classic Davos. Oh, yeah. so many, so many good moments. All right. Well, uh, hopefully, we won't have that episode. Um, so. You th- you think that one of them one of them is going to die? Kevin thinks that. Kevin, uh, I that's that's just where I'm leaning. Um, and if where I had were to you, bet. Lizzie? I think she's just going to leave just either leave, yeah. on her own accord, like my work here is done, or I <laughs> see gonna... that you guys are getting a little wash your hands a bit. Yeah, she's like, I feel the tension. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just going to go. Well, she um, she did she ghosted uh, at the end of yeah. uh, last season. I think she might ghost. <laughs> um, speaking of which, we're with ghost. Um, uh, yeah. But that's that's another topic. No, um, no, I think she'll either leave on her own accord, or um, um, or they'll tell her to leave, and then that other lady in the red dress maybe will show up because she was cool. <laughs> Which Kinbara, uh, uh, what, what the was one her name? Yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah, there's, I would there's love her to show up just anywhere Marine. on the show. Really, yeah. where is she? Yeah, she. I feel like that actress was very familiar. I don't remember what else, what else I've seen her in, but. They, if they're getting someone that's, you know, a great actress, you, I feel like they'll bring her back. Yeah, I hope so. Because yeah, she was great. Mm-hmm. Her little monologue. Mm, yeah, we gotta find out. Barris. What he saw in the fire. Yeah, what what is was the voice? Magic little penis saw in the fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the singing penis. <laughs> um, any uh, any other other thoughts on the the battle? We had the. 
the end, of course, with Sansa. Mm-hmm. Um, now, let's talk about this real fast. This was uh, brought to us by by Twitter uh, from at Samuel Carlin. Uh, who basically said that Sansa should not have known about the dogs because she was not around for that uh, detail. Yeah. And to me, that is, of all the things on this show where you have to suspend belief, I can fill in that maybe John was like, hey, if you're looking for something cool, he did say the dogs haven't eaten in a week. Yeah. You know? That's... I did notice that on on the second watch, but I was like, oh, well, whatever, like... She would have known that when she heard that he was put in the kennel and the dogs were starving. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not, was, not a worry about that. Who was the brave the brave soul that uh, set him up and then had to go and open Shrink. a ball? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like it's right near there. <laughs> yeah. He's like, okay, tied a, there's a rope tied around his waist <laughs> and there's like somebody up on top of the wall like, get me out of here. Uh, they surrounded themselves like the, uh, like the umber shields. Mm-hmm. Um, Little little phalanx. Maybe they just had one of those like uh, like those suits that they use to train police dogs yeah. filled with straw. Yeah. So if they got bit, they'd be like, "Whoa, good!" One of those big gyro hamster wheels that they're yeah. just inside. <laughs> okay, now go American Gladiator <laughs> style. Uh, seriously, uh, you know what? Maybe maybe in retrospect, that's my winner. Well, we don't know that the person lived, um, but whoever volunteered, uh, I'll assume that it's a volunteer position. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that person lived, they're my winner. Um, yeah. oh, uh, I'm sorry. Speaking of uh, winners and losers, uh, from at Stacy, um, also a performer. I believe this is uh, this is who it is. Uh, also a performer at the theater. Mike, say it um, properly. Stacy. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot of eyes and e's. Oh, okay. Uh, she says that Small John Umber would be her loser. Yeah. And her reason is because. He was so worried about the wildlings that mm-hmm. he turned against uh, the Starks. And what ended up happening? A wildling ended up chewing, chewing his, his throat. Chewing oh. jugular vein <laughs> yeah. off. That was so uh, oh, I was so nervous for Tormund. Oh. Oh, he's the love he's of my so life. He's so good. Um, Him and Bree have to have a love affair. Oh, my God. I... Oh, Tormund. Anytime, so like the whole time I was watching it at home, I was like clutching a pillow and anytime he was on camera and it looked like his life was on the line, I was literally screaming into my pillow Mm -hmm. because if anything happens to him, I don't know what I'll do with myself. I might have to have my own episode (laughs) (laughs) where I just like grieve about him. But yeah, it'll just be a lot of weeping and like, remember his beard? (laughs) How perfect it was? Remember his voice? I wanted to soothe me into sleep. Like, yeah. So. You'll still have the travel commercials. Yeah. Thank Mm. God. Travelocity? Is that what he does? Yeah. Some travel. Some airplane thing. I got no cable. you what? I ain't got no cable. I've seen a, I've seen the commercial like once. Yeah. On like Hulu or something. Uh, so another thing we haven't really chatted about is so Peter came to Sansa's rescue. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the whole rescue of of everybody that was still living. Uh, what's in it for him? Sansa. A little booty call. You know yeah, 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 just no, I'm just just one night. Just one night. Just one night. Um, you think it's that's it? 
Well, no. Here's the thing. Well, not 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 just yeah. I don't just don't mean she played into his hand again. He played her. He knew that she needed him, Mm -hmm. and he went there knowing that he had delivered her into the hands of the sick fuck that Ramsey and Bruce Bolton were, Mm -hmm. and said, "Bye, you'll be okay." He also probably looking back on it, he also probably knew the state of River Run. He probably knew that the, or at least had a good idea that. Uh, the Lannisters would somehow be involved and probably beat them, beat them there. So with Brienne going there to try and round up the Blackfish troops, uh, that they wouldn't, wouldn't be able to. So he gets to give her a little bit of truth, mm-hmm. uh, but also still know that he's, that she's going to need him. Mm-hmm. So that, yeah, little possibility there. Do we ever see Sansa getting the raven that Brienne sent her? From Riveron? No. No. I'm just assuming she got it. Yeah. yeah. Um, she did say in this episode uh, that, uh, or no, uh, John had said, I think the, the blackfish can't help us. Yeah. Or won't help so us. I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting how much they can wrap up next episode because now we get to see how, how does the North rally around Sansa? Mm-hmm. How does... Uh, what kind of leaders? Yeah, what kind of leaders will they be? I mean, the Umbers. I don't know how many of them are left, but the the Karstarks. Um, how many of these houses are going to once again uh, pledge fealty? Probably, yeah. And the, the houses that didn't help them take, you know, like they still have to unify mm-hmm. the North in yeah, the order Glovers. to fight the real war. Mm-hmm. And that shit is coming. I feel like we're going to see that next episode. I think we're going to see the wall start to crack. The wall come a tumbling down. Mm-hmm. I think that's a pretty. We're going to see White Walkers. This we have to. Yeah. We're going. To, we're going to see something Brand. big happen with the with the White Walkers. For sure. <laughs> yeah, we're going to see Bran. Um, we may get the uh, the whole R plus L equals J thing out of the way. Uh, are you familiar? <sighs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll leave it at that. So if you're unfamiliar and you haven't read read books and don't like spoilers, do not Google it. Um, so we may get that. Uh, that conclusion or that 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 closure to to that story, and then how does that affect who it affects? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a there's a lot coming up in the episode. Um, but as far as Peter Peter goes, Sansa is now wardeness of the North, or is she Wardina? Wardina, <laughs> yeah, Wardina. Hmm. Um, but is that what she is? She's, she's I would. Well, I think the, the king appoints Wardenist. the wardens. Bruce Bolton was the warden, and so yeah, technically they're they're rebels. Okay, yeah. so she'd kind of be just queen of the north. Yeah, she would unofficially be. just yeah. queen of the north. Uh, cool. Peter Baelish is still involved in all of that stuff. Is, um, is he as warden far of as the know. east? He is the lord of the Vale, or lord. the the acting lord of the Vale, I guess, because uh, until. Lord of Harrenhal. He still yeah, has Harrenhal I think, I think under his yes. belt. Yeah. Uh, we're going to get some some angry tweets for shit we're getting wrong right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, we welcome it. Uh, correct us. Um, as far as what Sansa, her title would be, as far as what houses uh, or what what Peter actually uh, has under him right now. Mm. Um, but I think he is. Oh I think he is Lord of Harrenhal. He is uh, acting Lord of the Vale. Um I don't even think that he's acting Lord of the Vale. 
um, because that's Sweet Robin. Right. Uh, where the hell was he? Where the, where's he been? I feel like... He ain't going to put him... I, I would have thought that he would have been like leading Peter having him lead the charge so he dies in battle and then Peter just takes over everything. No, I mean, where has I mean, where has Littlefinger been? Right? We haven't seen oh. him in a while and he just showed up to like to meet up with Sweet Robin. So he what the prezzy. what shit was he doing in the meantime? You know he wasn't just like chilling in a, a whorehouse. He was scheming and plotting and making moves. So we get to see Wouldn't it be crazy if this whole time he's been um, like helping out the sparrow. Ugh. Mm. I, I, like, it would be crazy. I don't I, think it's I, the case. I don't know. He no. loves to just like he's just chaos. Yeah, he's a known horror wrangler. I know, but that's a thing. Yeah, but, but do you think he's sparrow, like backing them? The sparrow is in some way. He barters morality. Uh, if you like, he's basically McCarthy. Um, if you give him, if you give him names, uh, or if you do this or that, he, he forgives other stuff. Mm. Yeah. Um, so I can see him possibly being in league with, with Baelish. Like giving uh, him a shit ton of names. Maybe. Yeah. He would know all the people that have <laughs> yeah. done some dirty shit. I just I'll don't. down my brothels. Yeah. I'll change my ways too. Who knows? I don't know. Whatever lies. Yeah. I don't think that's the case. Uh, we are joined now by Frank Farrell. Hi. Hello. Uh, and we were discussing what's in this for Littlefinger. What does he What does he want out of all this? Uh, what do you think? Mm. Uh, I read something interesting today that made me th- made me think about this, and this will lead into what I think is going on. <laughs> is how did Littlefinger's army get to where they were? How did he get to Winterfell? Because uh, uh, like the major plot point in terms of armies moving back and forth in seasons past was getting past the twins. And if I understand correctly, the Vale and the North are separated by the twins and Walter Frey. So oh. something I wonder did something yeah. happen there? Well, yeah, we. I was just I just brought up the point. We haven't seen him in a while. So right. What other shit has he been? What up has to? he been like, doing? He's. God, he's not somebody who just like sits still and doesn't, you know, like oh I'm going to take a you know take a vacation. He's been scheming and plotting, and that's yeah. a really great point. And what was his reasoning for? Uh, uh, so here's a, here's a question: Where is his standing with the Lannisters right now? Bad or neutral? I think I would say it's neutral only because we haven't seen or heard much <clears throat> change. The less we know of that, I think, is that he was supposed to. Uh, find Sansa and deal with that. He was going to be made warden of the North. Yeah. Um, no, he wait, but he would through a deal with Cersei. I thought his deal with Cersei was let me go woo uh, Lissa Aaron and get the veil on the side of the crown or to get them in the fight, and then he used that as his pretense to snatch Sansa up and take her there, and nobody knew she was there. Uh, yeah. That that could that could also be playing in the end result being that he wanted to be warden of the north, uh, right. and I don't think that it was. So right now he re- yeah. owned, he's lord of Harrenhal. Mm-hmm. That's what we were. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so here, at this point, especially with the decimation that John's army just took, definitely with the Bolton's army being decimated, uh, with the Tullys being now. Captured under siege by the Lannisters, who had to combine with the phrase, but Lannisters are all over the place. Uh, yeah. Does 
he have the big? Uh, I guess besides the Tullys, whose focus will probably be solely in not, not Tullys, Tyrells, Tyrells, the yeah. Tyrells, who have right, who have the biggest army. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, think they have a big army. Yeah. He has the biggest army under his control right now. I think he's going for. It. I think he's going for. It. I think he's waited for them all to decimate themselves, and he's going to make that last big push. Yeah, he, he can be like. I have the men. Yeah. And we're just going to see Sweet Robin, like, being his puppet, being like, You have to do what I say. I'm sure we do. <laughs> Enter Pimp Slap. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then I guess probably second only to Daenerys at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that could be a big seven battle on the way is uh, Baelish forces versus uh, Daenerys. So I'm looking at a map, and it looks like he could get by without having to cross through, through. the twins. So then, why could, was, he has to it? take the path of Kurthungul? Yeah, oh, yeah, right. And Shelob. Yeah, which is very hard with an army. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It would be <laughs> army's horses yeah. have a really tough time on those stairs. <laughs> uh, Lord of the Rings guys. You said they were holed up in like Mole Town or something, or they were originally, or yeah, or many he said of them. I'll are. be in Yeah. Which is, which is weird because that's all the way by the wall. Anyway, show geography is different than <laughs> book geography. No, I don't think he said. Did he say Moltown no, or Mokalin? No. I think Mokalin. Yeah. Okay. I think I, I don't. Know. And Mokalin is uh, so. that's closer to Winterfell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he was just right around the corner. Yeah. It can't be good that we've gone like a whole season with him. Him just being bookended though. Right. Yeah. yeah. That can't be good. I think the same thing with like Dorn. Either they're either they've gotten re- either they've reached like really sloppy levels of writing and they just forgot about Dorn, or like it just it cannot be crossed. good. Yeah. Well, we gotta see we gotta see something something Dornish in episode ten. Someone uh, just even a passing reference at this point. Actually, it makes a lot of sense if he was down there working some mischief because who he who know who know he knows that they hate. The Lannisters more than anything, so yeah. who better to go to? But yeah, I think he's going to tell Sansa a little bit about what he's been up to, or at least what he wants her to believe. He's going to catch her up. I really just hope, uh, you know, Sansa's starting to get, you know, uh, acclimated to the game. Man, she should just fight. Like it would be so cool to see her just like, yes, Peter, let's, I'll marry you. Let's do that. Shirk. <laughs> knife in the back, <laughs> or just I'll marry, I'll marry you. I want Cersei's head on a plate. So, because the Lannisters are probably going to beat the Sparrow. Oh, uh, we talk about this? No, no, no but we I haven't. don't think we. I don't. Was, I don't know that. We're, uh, we're yeah. headed to. Uh, we're headed to looking. Looking ahead. Can you imagine that her, her like high fiving someone, and then you have. A Dornish army at your south end, a Stark army at your north end, a Daenerys army yeah. at your east end. And a goblin army. Yeah, a goblin <laughs> army at your west end, and a bunch of eagles <laughs> The eagles are coming. Um, yeah, uh, we got to see We gotta see something from Dorne. We, we we last saw them in episode one. We got to see some sand snakes. Hmm. I would just love it for like Daenerys and Yara to find out that Dorne is just like run by the ladies right now, 
and just they would explode. Honestly, that's why that's why I think that uh, that's a potential for Varys going there, oh. uh, even if it's not it has to do, doesn't have to do with him. Why she would use Dorne uh, as a as a kind of landing point and just march north mm-hmm. uh, from from Dorne? Will uh, she find a trap? Maybe that's what. Uh, there are a lot of places run by ladies right now. Yeah, Literally. who run Westeros? Which I think is fair. <laughs> I think it's girls. I think it's very fair world. after the season, after five and a half seasons of the worst things happening to women on the show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like sure. Sorry. We could push too far. Uh, so looking ahead, this next episode uh, is titled. The Winds of Winter. Uh, so we were already talking a little bit about uh, some things that we'd like to see happen in this episode or we think we're going to see. What else is on your mind? Well, first I'd just like to say The Winds of Winter is the title of book six of A Song of Ice and Fire. Yep. Which doesn't exist yet. <laughs> it does. It does, Frank. Somewhere it exists. He's got pages. He keeps posting things. He keeps saying, I have pages. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. No, I, I get news updates, and those updates are pretty much... Uh, George R. R. Martin meets with editors. George R. R. Martin still writing. Yeah. I can say this again and again. A good lie, a great lie is vague and specific and very, it has to be vague and specific and very particular places. <laughs> Him saying over and over, I'm writing, I have pages, is vague in the wrong places. Uh, <laughs> he probably watching, just binging on other TV shows. Yeah. Yeah, like Orange is the New Black. You gotta watch Orange is the New Black. <laughs> oh, yeah. This season, I've already finished it. Amazing. Save it for It's probably my favorite season. Three episodes? Of this season? No. Of this season? Of this season. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, it so. is, uh, yeah, it's, it's probably my favorite season of, of the four. Haven't mm-hmm. seen it. I've heard that. Any of the series? Any. Well, check it Any? out. I'm, uh, I'm busy dipping into Bob Ross. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, on that's on Netflix my now. New, like, guys, it. Is so calming before bed. I want to like meditate and <laughs> yeah. just listen to him. Like not even look at the paintings. Just imagine the paintings. Yeah, the right. paintings are great. He to look describes at. them. Right here we have a happy dragon. <laughs> yes, yeah. a happy dragon. Oh. And during the really during boring parts, he pulls out baby squirrels that he's raising. It just shows you. Them. <laughs> are you serious? I don't oh. even remember that. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else on the winds of winter? Uh, uh, that is alluding to alluding to where maybe none of this matters. Maybe we're finally headed towards that big battle that the the Ravens been talking about. That now the the brothers been talking about. The Red God's been talking about. Maybe finally crossing the wall. Whoa, big prediction. Yeah, I, I think we're gonna see the wall crack, and that's kind of how we we leave it. Is like. A rumbling, a shaking, and it begin to fall. Because the magic Thunder. does magic still exist? Does the magic of the walls still technically exist right now? Yes. So the night king, the knight's king, would have a hard time just walking right through. Well, they said something when um, when Bran was touched by him, branded. He mm-hmm. says he's mm-hmm. touched you. Now mm-hmm. the magic of this place will no longer keep him out. He yeah. touched you. And we have to assume that that's the same magic that the wall was built with. Probably. So, chances are Brand they is can follow easy, himself. Is his easy pass. Yeah. Man, fuck you. Way to go, Bran. <laughs> had to go looking. Ugh. Um, you always have to look. Yeah, you, why, do you always, why do you always have to do it? Um, <laughs> Any... So... 
Sparrow. Who said sparrows were getting uh, cleared out? Um, I I would hope so. I really just like want the mountain to just go like ape shit and just keep on cracking skulls. He did one. Why didn't he do more? He probably could have. Quick, uh, yes or no? We will see King's Landing burned to the ground by wildfire this coming episode. Frank. Yes. Lizzie. No. Kevin. Yes. Mike. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say no. Um, <laughs> split. Are you are you familiar with why? No, why that why it could a, be? Yeah. Not really. Uh, that's one of the theories that uh, is out there. Cersei's okay. plan B uh, is that uh, there are caches of wildfire from leftover by Ares, yeah. uh, the Mad King that uh, Kyburn and his little birds have found, uh, and that's her her way out. Also, oh. also heavily, heavily alluded to in the yeah, Marine scene. Yeah, I, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, do you know what my what your father was going to that's do? That's true. Yeah. They, they dropped okay. it. They dropped hints and not so uh, subtle hints uh, throughout the last couple episodes that that could potentially be the, the big thing. Um I don't want that to be the case, although visually it's going to be awesome if, if it is. Um, I'm, I'm pulling for a um, either she hand, she handles Tommen uh, or she thinks that she does she does something like uh, alerts him to the fact that Marjorie had a hand in the killing of, of Joffrey or the Tyrells did. Uh, Tommen kills himself. Uh, or Do you think Tommen's going to kill himself? A lot of people think Tom is going to kill himself. I think he's going to. Yeah. I think he. There's a good chance of him dying. Yeah. In the next episode, but I don't know if he's going to off himself. Yeah. I think he's too much of a wuss. Um. Yeah. There's no way. Like. A, I. I think Kevin Lannister is easy. Easy. Easy out. He's dead. Oh, yeah. He's dog food. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mace Tyrell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably gonna die. But Lena's out of there right now, right? Lena's gone. gone. Yeah, because uh, Marjorie, Marjorie was like, tipped her off. I think you should go. I'm not yeah. leaving without you. I've shown you this picture she of a flower. gave her a doodle. And then she like oh. cracked her knuckles. <laughs> yeah. Like, go. Picture of Your a flower. Your old brittle bones. Yeah. Um, Thank God, though. Uh, I love her. Now, her brother. If, uh, if it comes out that the Tyrells had a hand in the... Uh, deal with Joffrey, it will most likely come out that uh, so did Peter Baelish. True. Uh, so there goes that little uh, alliance. Uh, yeah. And he he may have already he probably wrote it off as soon as he as soon as he did it. Uh, prepare for that possibility. Um, so that that's the the whole thing with the Plan B is just the wildfire yeah. um, being a possibility. I don't really think going back to uh, Joffrey's murder. I don't think they're going to bring up again, like, that, I don't think, like, it's gonna come about that they're gonna find out that the Tyrells were involved, honestly. I feel like there's so much more stuff to talk about that they're not. We have, uh, we have a trial coming up. Yeah. Uh, Loris is apparently broken. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Marjorie is gonna not have to confess, but Cersei will have to, there's going to be some shit brought to light. So I think we are going to learn some things that are going to really, like, rock the the boat. But were Marjorie and, and her brother aware of the plan to kill Joffrey? Or I was th- it just... I think Marjorie had to Grandmama. be. Grandmama. I 
think Marjorie had to be because I think there was a, a scene uh, between Marjorie and Grandma, if I remember correctly. They had Sansa in the rooms. They were like, "Tell us, Sansa. Tell us the truth about this." No, no, no. This, this, this happened later. I'm pretty sure oh. that they, that Marjorie is aware. Mm. Um, See, now, I wasn't sure of that. Marjorie is also super confident right now, and mm. I think that something's going to happen with this high sparrow that's going to come because. All he does is use people to get to a certain height and then turns on them, um, which is basically everybody in the show, I guess. Honestly, I, I see him being the winner in King's Landing. Please. The Sparrow? No. Yeah. Oh, I no. really do. Shouldn't in a way that's like, shit, like shit's going to get ugly. Well, in the history of uh, Game of Thrones, there have been many battles, large battles, between the Faith and uh, the Targaryens. Yeah. Uh, so that could could be uh, something that's coming. I hope not, because I want them gone. Um, but uh, you're trying to get somewhere soon, Kevin. So we're going to wrap this uh, wrap this up with uh, uh, what do you think? Who do you think is going to be the standout star of episode ten? Davos Seaworth, <laughs> <laughs> the Onion Knight. Uh, okay. Any particular reason? Uh, I think he's. I th- I think he might take justice into his own hands and kill Melisandre. And wow. I think that would be one of the most rewarding things that we'll see. Also kind of out of character for him. Yeah. So that would be a huge, huge change. Uh, Lizzie? I think... Well, if that wildfire... Maybe, maybe Cersei. Maybe she'll find a way to get out of her trial. Smoke bomb. Or smoke bomb. She's just gonna smoke bomb it. I don't know. I have a a weird feeling because like things have really been shit for her and she's like really... uh, You're forgetting one thing, High Sparrow? What the hell is that? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I need you to run as fast as you can. Yeah. Serpentine. (laughs) Zigzag. Zigzag. Um... Yeah, I think maybe, like, because uh, she's played it very uh, cool-ish. Like, you know, she's been like, oh, like, stay out of my way. Like, oh, I can't go here. You can't go here. I have the mountain. But ba ba And, like, everything's just kind of building and building, and she's getting more and more angry. I think maybe at some point uh next episode she might just be like okay mountain like now you can lose your shit and go and kick some ass that'll be fun that'd yeah. be really fun yeah um so i don't know that's a possibility cool frank i think we have a ton of characters that we left off in transitions and i'm really hoping that they haven't just like been like well and we'll see them again next year uh there are like five characters that are like that so i'm going to pick one and i'm going to say we're going to have like a huge moment uh, to set up for six years from Arya. I think we have one more big Arya moment. Yeah. I'd rather have a really big somebody? Brienne moment. I know. I, so, right now you have like five characters in terms of you have Brienne, you have Sam, you have Jorah, <laughs> Gendry, <laughs> Sandor. Oh God. A huge Gendry moment would be so satisfying for me. Uh, I was just thinking that the, the budget was so spent in yeah. the last episode. That when they show Arya leaving Bravos, it's just going to be reverse footage uh, <laughs> from season four. Yeah, uh, with like the VCR lines and everything, uh, it's going to be great. Um, for 
So you're you're saying Arya, standout star? Standout star. Uh, you know what? I brought him up a couple times already. Let's just say, for appearances' sake, Gendry. <laughs> Gendry is going to be the standout star because he arrives wherever he or is uncovered. Uh, hopefully, He's been in the boat this yeah, whole time. Hopefully, he comes out uh, of hiding. There is land. All right. Um, that'll that'll do it for us. Uh, we're back on on Sunday Sunday nights uh, for episode ten. Holy shit! Already Ooh, episode ten, the winds of winter. Uh, you'll find it on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, and Watercooler.com uh, on Monday morning. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.